0: Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's another episode of Conversations with the Priestess. Thank you all so much for coming and listening to your girl, Yanni T, the Priestess, Never Your Mistress. Thank you all again. Before we get started, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Let us know how we're doing. I go through and read every single one of those comments. Thank you all so much. I do have some exciting things coming, so get ready. You're going to soon hear a new voice. On the podcast and on the show, I'm so grateful right now to be sitting here before you because the last few weeks have been very challenging indeed. Mm -hmm. And the fact that I actually had a podcast recorded um, during the whole debacle with OnlyFans, which I'm going to touch on on today. Okay, so. Don't touch that dial, and I want you all to just sit back, relax, listen. We're going to have a fucking good time, so let's start the show. Come on, grab a seat, and have a conversation with the priestess. Oh, pour yourself a glass of wine, or some water, or whatever you want. We're going to gather it up. What's up, everybody? This is your girl, Yanni T. The Priestess, never your mistress. Thank you for listening to this podcast. The music that you hear me singing over is Just the Way You Are by M. Fazal. Sit back, relax, let's get into the show. I. Again, again, y'all, thank y'all so much for listening to my podcast, Conversations with the Priestess, where we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever you download and or stream podcasts. I'm so grateful that I have survived the last couple of weeks, child, because honey, I want to tell you, <laughs> honey, it's been up and down. It has been very up and down and girl, um, so where do I begin? So. Earlier in August, um, started some new ventures um, and actively dealing with someone, um, you know, seeing where it goes as far as having a romantic relationship with said person. Um, And I'm happy about that. But it has been some awesome things to transpire, Um, mainly getting back in alignment with my life, getting back in alignment with me, getting back in line with my spirituality. Um, so much has gone on um, in the last couple of weeks that you honestly would not believe it if I told you. So, one of the great things that happened is that I won of the year. In August um, for my contributions to the ballroom scene as far as the kiki scene, um, which is not mainstream, it's just like local community and for younger people or individuals who are interested in ballroom but don't want to venture out in mainstream ballroom or they're learning. So you're seeing a lot of history being taught and you're seeing a new generation coming in. And I've been active in that scene for Oh god for about 8 years at this point. Um and I've been in ballroom the same amount of time in mainstream. However, I'm taking a break. Um however, winning of the year meant so much to me and during the time I was able to go see m- one of my best friends in the world. Um god, we saw each other twice in a month's time and I'm so gl- I was so glad to see them. They're my heart and my friend and I, we have been friends for over 10 years at this point. And oh my gosh, they just had a birthday and we celebrated over the phone. And I'm um, just having that friends connection is such a blessing. That's one of the great things that happened um, during that time. Um, also, you know, getting some much needed financial work done and focusing on me and working hard. Finding me all over again. Um, th- things have actually been great. Um, what made it challenging, though, was at the begin the beginning of August, I lost a dear, my best friend, and I. We both lost a good friend of ours, one of our best friends. And also, this person looked up to, to me like a parent. Um, and sadly, that person that person passed away. And it it was a challenging time for me um, because I'm like, wow, this is someone that I really cared about, and it it was it was I don't know. It's it's an experience. Um, it's challenging when you lose someone that close to you, and I had a lot of questions that were answered as to why there was some distance and i was feeling kind of guilty because of my lack of communication over the last couple of years but i found out it wasn't anyone's fault that person was dealing with a lot um at the time of their passing and not being able to be there did uh, you know hurt a little bit because i'm like well you know if they had just let us know we would have just we would have made sure they were all right but Overcoming that, then um, for those of you all that listened to the series that I did, I Was in a Cult. um, How am I going to explain this? The overseer and pastor of that church, which at this point, I don't have a problem with them, or I didn't have a problem with them because I moved on. I've healed. I've forgiven. Address is water under the bridge. Um, the overseer and pastor passed away due to contracting COVID a week after my child passed, and the following week, another member of that ministry that I was close to passed away as well. So. I was told I was out running one Sunday morning before church, and my godmom called me. She said, Yo, child, we need to talk. What's going on? I already knew that these individuals had contracted it and were in the hospital and knew the extent of everything. But I got mom told me that they had passed on and it happened within hours with the overseer and pastor. And I stopped what I was doing to take the call. And I just, you know, started crying immediately. And mind you, I had to get up and do praise and worship at church. And I, I let the tears roll. And I was kind of conflicted in my morning because of everything that I went through while I was under the care of that ministry. And I'm like, you know what, girl, that don't even matter right now. That does not matter. Right now, two people have gone on due to COVID. They have a family that they've left behind. And boom, a couple of weeks, about a week and a half later another relative past. And it's like, dang, how much more? I'm already dealing with some ish financially after transitioning jobs and getting my life on track. And I broke. That was a series of four losses back to back to back. And I'm like, Lord, I don't need another loss. And thank God for therapy because therapy has helped me through this whole entire thing because I felt conflicted by feeling sad, but then I realized that they were a part of my life at one point, and my heart really goes out to their family with such a tremendous loss. And Grieving is real for all of us. We grieve in different ways. Even if that person wasn't close to us anymore, we are going to feel something. So right now I'm processing this the way it's necessary for me. And for those that have suffered through some crazy abuse from people that you loved or cared about, it is okay to go through that process. It's okay to admit that it's difficult. Now for some, it may be a yay, ding dong, the witch is dead. But for others who, you know, have forgiven and moved on and have made amends. It may, hit. it may strike them differently. People react to different things, you know, and I'm just speaking on my experience because it was like, well, damn, like for real, like, yes, I know what happened happened, but other people that this is affecting had nothing to do. What went on, you know? So it's, it's a complicated situation, but, Then on top of that, losing a child, Um, not my biological child, but, you know, someone that they looked up to me as a parent in the gay scene, in the queer, trans scene that hurts, you know, and dealing with all of that. Thank God for therapy because there are periods where I cry, periods where I just bawl. And here lately, I've been doing a lot of crying because it's just been that. It's been that. It has been that. You know, it, it's, it's been a lot. It's been a lot, girl. It's been a lot going on. A lot going on, girl. You know, so it is It's complicated. It's complicated. But outside of that, there has been some reunions, some reconnections. Um, I'm grateful for the reconnection between my godmother and myself. And she has finally come to terms with my transition which has been a blessing for me, y'all, because I love my godmom, and now that we're back in contact, um, we did have a conversation. So, she, you know, she's like, I'm, "I respect your pronouns, I respect who you are," you know. So, and it was crazy because at the time, I was the only masculine-presenting child she had, you know, as far as godchildren. And now that I'm back in her life, she's like, "Okay, you're going to have to talk with me and teach me these things cuz I don't know." And I love my godmom because before I told my natural born family, I told my godmom when I found out that I was HIV positive. And I I'm I'm just grateful that she's been there. And I'm just grateful to to have my godmommy in my life again. Like I'm so grateful. And what's so crazy, we're talking about godparenting. Over the weekend, one of my one of my big old family members have have officially called me God mommy. So it's like I'm Godmom all over again. And it's like, wow. It's like, ugh. So I'm I'm grateful. Not only that, I reconnected with one of my other children, as well so it's similar to pose in a sense but not because in a sense that i'm a mother figure but i'm not a ballroom mother yet i'm a i'm a godmother you know i am that but child i'm not mm -mm. i'm not gonna hold have a whole bunch of heap of children that you know i'm just playing but it's 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 wild because People call me auntie. People call me Titi, you know, different things like that. So I'm, I'm doing the parenting thing and I'm absolutely loving it. So that's, that's where life has been. Even more recently, I actually went away to ocean city. Um, I was supposed to go to Atlanta, but finances and obligations would not allow me to go, but I was able to go to ocean city, which is close to me about two hours away, um, and I went with my brothers and my friends, my chosen family, and I got to connect with my Pisces brother. That's like my heart. And we've been tested back and forth. We had a great time. We got on some rides and I'm sore from riding some of those rides. I mean, I wish I was riding something else, but girl, uh, <laughs> I got to be a lady about that one. But it was, it, it was a fun day it was really fun I was able to hang out with my friends hang out with my brothers um one of the fun things was I drove my happy ass across the break the bay bridge I drove my happy ass across the bay bridge I gotta give myself a cookie on that y'all I really got to give myself a cookie because baby y'all know some of y'all know how I am about bridges I don't do well with bridges. I really don't. I really don't do well with podcast recording. And I'm sorry if y'all hear a little bit of noise. Um, I'm looking at my iPad for notes and I clicked on something. Okay, so just roll with it. But baby, it was something else. But I had a great time and I reconnected with a good friend of mine um, that I hadn't seen in ages. And some great things are getting ready to happen for you, girl. And I'm excited about what's getting ready to take place. Um, for those that are interested, speaking of great things, you all can join me on the Beagle app. My ID is Yannick T. Music. I want you all to join me there. Um, we're going to have a great, great affair um, over there on this coming Thursday. That will be my weekly talent show. So if you're talented and you're on the Beagle app or if you're off the Beagle app and you want a chance to win some um, some gifts and things like that, that you know, will be fun or you want exposure and you're on or off the Beagle app, hit me up. My Beagle ID is you Music. Everything will be in my show notes. Again, I'm so thankful and grateful for you all. So that's, that's where I met girl. So, but that's one of the other great things I've gotten back into my Beagle. Like I want to really streaming and pushing myself to Continue to create new content. Um, I'm getting ready to venture out in um, some voice acting work. So I am a voice actress for Hire and also revamping my music. I recently released, um, you know, a a live home version of my song Prince Charming that I wrote last year at the beginning of the pandemic. So if y'all want that, that link is in the show notes as well. I want y'all to check out my stuff. Okay, can y'all do that for me? I need y'all to check out my stuff and support your girl, support your girl, because I support other people. I'm not just align line my pockets, but it also helps keep this podcast going because I su- subscribe to other pla- black, queer, and trans people's work. So we're helping the community. So if you would like to support this podcast, I have several ways that you can do so. You can Venmo me at Yannick T. Music. Cash app is also dollar sign Yannick T. Music. Also, you can go to paypal.me forward slash Yannick Taylor, and I'll be so happy to um, assist you. And, you know, and I love breaking content. So that help keeps helps keep this show going. So with that being said, I'm going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Conversations with the Priestess is brought to you by Maven. Since the fall season is upon us, and... There's time for new styles and new digs. Honey, you can get your great bundles with the priestess. Go on over to priestessbeauty.maven.com. Get your Brazilian. Get your wavy. Get your straight hair. And you can also get it colored as well to meet your specifications. This is 100% quality virgin hair. We have all that you need. And you have closures, frontals and all the stuff that you need to make the perfect lace front to slay for the fall season. So... Go on over to priestessbeauty.maven.com and your girl will be happy to have you. Let love, and be free. And I'm back, and I'm back. Again, thank you for listening to Conversations with the Priestess. Uh, so I don't have much that I'm going to share. However, I am aware, and many of you all saw me tweeting on Twitter about this. Many of you all I've been talking about uh, the whole debacle with OnlyFans. They were getting ready to remove, as of October the 1st, all adult content and start blocking people and taking the girls' coins. And it caused an uproar because, as you understand, that site is now well-known for it catering to adult entertainment and have helped dozens, if not mil- no millions, millions of adult creatives. And a lot of people were glad and a lot of people were poking fun and saying, this is what y'all get. Maybe y'all get a real job. For those that want to act all elitist and ish, let me tell you this, sweet darling. Let me tell you this, What? What goes on in people's coin and how they make their coin is none of your business. That's where you get people effed up at. Number two, you don't know somebody's struggle. They may have a job that's not paying them a livable wage or they may have a great job, but is making content to make extra money or doing this for the fun of it. Now, what also I want to talk about is that a lot of people that have engaged in sex work or engaged in making OnlyFans, and I'm going somewhere with this, a lot of them are doing that for survival means. Because, because a lot of queer trans people have been disadvantaged because of their identity. I'm a witness of this. I'm living through this now. Because queer, because a lot of people are doing this for means of survival. And I'm not trying to add to some narrative of archetype. And not everyone in the queer and, queer and trans community is doing it. But we have people that's doing this. Cishet, queer, whatever. Trans, non They're all doing that for means of survival. Some are doing this simply because it's a hobby for some, but not everyone can afford to make this a hobby. And for those that are the these holier than thou types, it's funny that y'all talk about what people do on OnlyFans and just for fans and all of that. When y'all are the one getting off to this content, subscribing to your favorite ones, but yet you want to act like you're your your you are better than them, honey. Well, if you have so much to say about sex work, stop watching porn, stop looking at strippers and all of that junk because you're supporting the industry regardless of what you do and learn how to shut your mouth and worry about the way that you make your money. So now, and it's crazy because people were looking for an explanation from the platform as to why they were getting rid of that particular feature, you know, and. I'm like, it's crazy. They said that it was because they were trying to go a little bit more mainstream. And also they were concerned about missing out on investors when they tried to put MasterCard in the bunch. But MasterCard was like, we have nothing to do with that. We're not responsible for that. We're not asking them to change any policies. So shortly after that, they rescinded that thing and did away with that so people wouldn't you know what I'm saying? Wouldn't leave the platform because they were actually about to miss on millions of dollars because people had already started deleting their platforms and going to other platforms, which I'm like this, always have other platforms that you can create content, okay? always Don't always put your ducks in a row. And people were trying to side with Kevin Samuels. I'm like, no, baby, trust me, a real business woman know how to work, so... Like, come on, I'm going to need people to mind their business, which leads me to the other thing. A lot of people want to down those that do sex work and things like that. Honey, worry about your sex life. Again, that's none of your business, but also instead of condemning them, you're adding fuel to the fire that causes harm to sex workers. Okay. Uh, Because you put a stigma on them. And it's funny how so many people um, fail to, matter of fact, we were on a panel on an app and there was an individual condemning sex workers. And this person had the unmitigated gall to talk about um, sex workers. And he's in ballroom when you never know who connected to you is doing sex work and listening to you talk trash and you're calling yourself associated with them. Like, come on. And I'm just like, dude, you are talking out of the side of your mouth at this point. And he offended a whole lot of people. And I'm like, sir, like, and what's so bad about it? Everyone on that panel, well, most everyone on that panel are people that are in some form of sex work. Some form of sex work. And I'm like. Why are you so worried about what people are doing, how people are making their coin? If it's not affecting you or affecting a child or if it's not taking advantage of someone, worry about you. If this if it's causing issue, then you say something. But and I always wonder why people always worry about what other folks are doing. Honey, concern yourself with you. Mind your own business. Mind the business that pays you, because if my business is not paying you, you have no business trying to get in my business. Just plain and simple, plain and simple. I don't get the girls. I really, y'all. I don't get the girls. I don't get the girls at all. I don't get the girls. And needless to say, people that do sex work go through a lot. I remember in my experience as a sex worker, there was someone, and this has been in my transition during my transition, um, met up with this person and we had discussed, my particular rate at the time, and they wanted someone with a big ginormous penis, which is commonly the thing about being a trans woman. You're fetishized for the perception of you having big meat. And it, this person came, they ended up proceeding to do what they wanted to do, but when they asked me a question about me being on HRT, I confirmed it. And they said, oh, well, no disrespect. You haven't met my expectations. Number one, you were late because they I had to wait an hour and a half past the time and I had to charge them extra. And they was like, well, I'm sorry. But also, you bought an illegal substance into my house. I have a problem with that. So all of this pissed me off. Because I'm a recovered addict. I don't want to be around that. And they actually had a, and it was crazy. They hit a line and I noticed, I knew they hit the line and it was still all over their nose. I'm like, oh my gosh. But in actuality, I realized they couldn't perform like they wanted to. So they projected it on me. So I said, well, you owe me for my time. Yes, I got what I needed to kick them out, block them. But this is the type of stuff we have to go through as workers. And because people are adding stigma, sometimes our lives are in danger. And also, how am I going to say this? We go through a lot of preparation. We have to make sure that someone knows what's going on that we can trust. Not only that, but we go through abuse as well because people will play tricks on us or people will try to jip us out of our money, things like that. And I'm including myself in this because I'm experienced. So. But it's like, you know, you never know what could bring people to that. And for me, it's concerning means of survival. It's it's not a hobby for me. It wasn't a hobby for me. But it's like, well, dang. And then also making sure that you have to get your face beat and stuff. That's a lot of work. And people think it's nothing that we're just laying on our backs or no. Mm-mm. It takes a lot and then you have to worry about being outed or, you know, being harmed by the person that you never know. And one of the things that gets me is that some people make some requests that we're not comfortable with. And one thing I will say about that, and I'm going to get off that subject, is that a lot of us learn how to turn that fetishization into a dollar. So I don't knock nobody for doing whatever form of sex work that you do. Do you be safe? There should be support for us because, honey. A lot of these politicians that's talking against it are involved in sex work. We saw where Matt Gates was. He was human trafficking, of course. And putting these girls into sex work. So, like. I feel that when pe- when people talk about sex work. We can change. Let's say, how am I going to say this? We can, let's talk to some actual people that are engaged in it on both sides and how, if they want to do that, they can do that in a safe manner. How about that? Let's talk about how, you know, we have some that are doing sex work in high places. And I could say a lot about that, but I'm going to leave that alone because I'm ranting right now. I don't want to rant. But, And in that experience, it's like, well, dang. And even as I went about my business on the Labor Day holiday, being a trans woman, and I'm really coming into my womanhood now, um, even more as I prepare for surgery. I, how am I going to say this? I, 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 I see how people look at me when I go out all done up and nice. I see the looks that I get from those that are curious, that are interested. One of the things I saw this older cis woman and I'm with my brothers and I'm talking to my friend. M, they know who they are. M is much taller than me, so I'm we're laughing and giggling. And this older woman is staring at me. I'm walking in all my confidence in my heels, my tight pants, everything. She looks me up and down and just stares at me as she walks away. And I smile and I'm still talking to my best friend. Then there comes this guy staring. He's looking at me and my friend M. And we're both looking at each other and I'm talking to my friend Kiki and laughing, but I noticed they were fixated on me and I turned around, they turned around and looking back at me. So I s- slyly did a smooch at them and turned back around and I grabbed my friend's arm. That was a mode of protection for me. And then I turned around and started talking to other people. So I'm like, okay. Cause I'm like, you know, ugh. That kind of unnerved me because I didn't know what to expect. But also, I kind of knew it was that DL curiosity that like, hey, follow me. I want to see what happens. Or I want to get you by myself. I don't have time for that. I'm too grown for that. I'm too grown for that. Too grown for that. But these are some of the things that I observe when I'm out and about. Even interactions with people and things like that. Um, even being a live streamer on certain apps, I have people that blatantly disrespect me and it's like, uh, I, I, I can't. I just don't want to deal with the BS of someone else's uncomfortability. And I'm trying to figure out why people are so uncomfortable with trans people, particularly trans, well, trans people, period. Because um, no one really talks about the struggles that my trans brothers, my trans my trans masculine people go through. No one talks about that. And I feel like that is overlooked and I want to, I want to bring light to that. You know, we need to bring light to that being trans ain't easy out there in these streets, honey. And one of the things that I, I have seen is also the stares that I get from other cis queer people, particularly my butch queens. And I love how butch queens like to pick apart Black trans women's appearance, their look. They have this thing where they say, oh, you're hard in the face. And I'm like, dummy, we are the main ones that gave you and women rights. Marsha P. Johnson and all of them, Miss Majors, Sylvia Rivera, many others fought for rights that we all have today. So... Please, before you open up your mouth to condemn a trans woman, shut the fuck up, okay? Just shut the fuck up. And in other news, big shout out to Lil Nas X. I- I'm, I'm, I'm loving what he is doing. So he announced the, the September 17th release of his album, Montero. And he did like a mock pregnancy shoot. And baby... I he came up there and he upset the girls and he was like, I'm announcing my baby coming September 17th, Montero. And I love it. Number one, he trolled the fuck out of homophobes and these self-hating ass gay people. And I I just want to make an announcement right quick, y'all, to my... Queer people that are hating on Nas, little Nas X and saying, Oh my gosh, I hate that he's doing this. This is just too much. Y'all need to shut the fuck up. Let that baby, especially my older gays, my older queer and trans people, y'all need to shut the fuck up because this is a baby compared to us. Now, granted, he is a celebrity, but he's more vulnerable in some places. And then again, we don't know who his support system is, but Y'all celebrate this baby. A lot of y'all are upset because y'all didn't have that freedom and y'all are still bitter. Applaud this young man for, for doing what we set the trail for. This is a, Lil Nas is a, is a result of us older queer trans people. He's an extension of us because we fought the fault so he can be able to do what the hell he's doing now. And it bothers me. And y'all, while I'm saying this, y'all share this podcast at the same time. Y'all are sitting here condemning this man, but it's funny y'all are condemning him for doing a pregnancy shoot. And yes, I'm going to go touch on Brother Boosie. (sighs) Y'all, this man is a troll, number one. And number two, he's expertly trolling all of y'all. Number two. Y'all did not have a problem when Arnold Schwarzenegger and I believe Danny DeVito um did the film Junior, where a man got pregnant. Number two, y'all didn't have a problem with Bill Cosby and the crew of men doing a little dream sequence about them all getting pregnant. Y'all did not see a problem with that. And y'all love to say, well, what about the children? Y'all weren't saying that about the children back then. So why are y'all doing that shit now? Number two is y'all don't say shit about the children when they're listening to R. Kelly. Y'all didn't say shit about the children when y'all let them watch WAP well some of y'all didn't that's another story y'all ain't say nothing about all of these love scenes and some of y'all favorite movies but when it comes down to queer stuff y'all want to make a difference with the kids y'all miss me with that i don't have time for that today number two y'all are so upset and in the arms talking about how are we going to explain this to our babies all y'all can say is you know little nas x use prosthetics and use theater makeup to create that effect he's not really pregnant that's the easiest way y'all can explain that to these babies but no y'all want to make shit difficult but y'all don't want to explain that the same way y'all don't explain to your children to stay to um to you know how to have safe sex or y'all um like y'all don't fail to explain to your children um that being treated or misused is wrong or how y'all fail to teach children about um, women's rights and all of that. I could say a lot. Miss me with that. Miss me with that. And to Lil Boosie. Lil Boosie, I'm watching you, darling. Because Lil Boosie was like, oh my God, what is he going to do next? Be uh, sucking a man's penis on camera and all of that. So you woke up at four o'clock in the morning. Worried about what some queer 20-something is doing. You are too obsessed with what this young man is doing. And I'm beginning to question you, which you don't even have the honor. Nor do we have any respect for you to even question you about whether or not you're queer. Because, honey, that's an insult to add you to even D.O. culture. But, sir, I'm wondering why you're so obsessed. But also notice whenever Lil Nas X does something... Lil Boosie speaks out and that gives him more views from his hotel-ass friends and his homophobic, transphobic people. Not only that, but every time he does that, his sales increase. So it ain't nothing that Lil Boosie is using Lil Nas X to get his coin to. Know how the strategy is. Know how that strategy is. Know how that strategy is. Like It's crazy, but big shout out to Lil Nas X. For what he is doing, I gotta applaud the brother. I have, I have got to do this. I, 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 I've got to acknowledge him, and I'm proud of this young man. I really am proud. So I wanted to give a little bit of international news, and I pray that I'm pronouncing this correctly. But the Bema um, Jewelry line. Um, has made some strides. I'm reading here that an advertisement uh, for a traditional Indian jewelry, um, starring a transgender model is now captivating the hearts of those in India. Um, it's a one minute and 40 second video chart that, that denotes or follows the transition of a trans woman dealing with the awkward teenage phases and going into their self doubt about who they are. Um, with the 22 year old, um, Mira Singhania Brahani in the lead on the video by Kerala based jewelry house Bima depicts the love and acceptance that the protagonist receives from their family each milestone in her life is celebrated through the gold jewelry they gift her titled Pure as Love the ad has, viewed, has been viewed more than 900,000 times on YouTube and 1.4 million times on Instagram since it was released in April and have received rave reviews and I love what Mira says, um, she's a student of sociology at Delhi University and a part-time model who came out to her family two years ago. And she says, she was first very skeptical about the ad and she states, I did not want someone to appropriate my trans identity for commercial use. I was also nervous since the film involved transition and as a pre-transition person, I'm shown as a man with a beard. But when I read the story and researched about the director, I said yes. And I'm glad I did. Doing this has also helped me become more comfortable with myself, she told BBC. And I'm so excited to hear this. I just wanted to share that as a part of our international news. And this goes to show that a lot of trans people, some of Some of our trans community, there are trans people out there with supportive families and are doing more than the perceptional. We are more than the archetype that society paints us in. We're sociology students. We're musicians. We're singers. We're preachers, teachers. We're doctors. We're nurses. We're police officers. We're everything. And we have goals, too. We just want our story to be told correctly. And I'm excited to hear that. So I really wanted to end this podcast on a great note and on good news. So y'all don't forget to subscribe to this podcast, follow, leave us a five-star review. I love y'all so much. So I'm out of here. little love, and be free. Smooches. For sitting at the table with me I really thank you for listening to me oh, oh. Thank you for listening to this episode of Conversations with the Priestess Please don't forget to leave us a review on wherever you listen to this podcast Love you.